right guys so some latest news has been dropped regarding to one piece volume 104 sbs and some interesting content has been released that we have some answers to and much more in this episode today hello guys this is jade from the nerdfix the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime manga video games and everything under the sun this episode we'll be talking about the latest content regarding to the volume 104 sbs for one piece so for those who are fans of one piece this is for you so sit back relax and get ready for your fix but for those of you who are not caught up to the content regarding to one of volume 104 sbs it's just waiting until it is officially released on november 4th but for everyone else let's continue on to the SBS for One Piece Volume 104, credit goes to Arthur Library, Library of O'Hara. So make sure to give him some love at the end of the episode because all content and credit goes to him. Make sure you give him some love and he worked really hard to be able to provide the content regarding to this before the release of this as this is really interesting content and really interesting stuff that you might want to hear about. So with that out of the way, let's continue on. So regarding to the SBS, one thing that has been interesting is regarding to Nami's secret behind her beauty care. And this, it goes as follows. It creates, she uses Zeus to create saunas, massages from Robin, proper nutrition from Sanji, lotions, creams, and etc. from Chop, Opera, hair care from Brooke, and plenty of exercise. Which I think is kind of basic, which is kind of needed to be able to keep yourself looking really nice and pretty, but eh, I wouldn't think that's really all that important, but it's really interesting that it's nice to see how Nami keeps up with her appearance. Next is about if Yamato wears underwear or bandoshi, which for those who don't know, bandoshi is basically a traditional Japanese loincloth. Which, according to Oda, Yamato wears bandoshi since Yamato is a samurai. The next one is regarding to a drawing of Zoro's waistband and earrings, which is shown in a picture of what appears to be what it'll look like. And <laughs> the picture of it looks pretty interesting. The waistband is what appears to be a woman laying down in looks in a bit of a position, looks kind of seductive which is named of Aram, Aramakiko and the earrings are known to be the, the Pierce triplet sisters. <laughs> the artwork for it is kind of funny but it does have a light sense of humor to it which I will admit is really nice. Next one is regarded to the, to the new background character that was from chapter 1053 and it is revealed to be Sonoryo Ryo-san who is the master of tea ceremonies and is considered to be the best cook in Wano country. And from what has been revealed, he is based off of Sen Sonoryoku, a historical figure who pioneered the art of tea ceremonies. So it's really interesting that the that Oda used a historical figure in the One Piece world and is used as a best cook in the wild country. It's really a nice touch to it, and I really love how this is all played 
out and this is really fascinating to see how they're using historical figures in the One Piece world. Next up is in regards to Rage's powers and it is confirmed that her powers are in effect from the Raid suit. And from what he also includes, Judge already made the bodies of, the ch of his children to adapt to their respective powers from the start. Raid can already do things such as sucking poison out without the need of a Raid suit to begin with. So that's pretty fascinating that Shiori has the powers and abilities to do these sort of things without the need of a Raid suit. So that's pretty interesting she's able to do those kind of things. So it kind of makes you think, were these Raid suits even necessary to begin with? The next one is in has to do with Yori going to Onigashima. And, and Oda explains that Yori made it to Onigashima during the raid by hiding amongst Orochi's treasure tributes to the Beast Pirates. And she attained an Orion during the trips to the castle. And she appeared at the treasure respiratory during the raid where the treasure tributes were left. And this and that was pretty interesting of how she was pretty clever enough to get there. So then she would basically be able to keep herself well hidden. Pretty clever of her and really just shows how, how she was able to get there without being detected. About being detected. That's really, really smart of her. Next is in is about the structure and the scale of the red hair pirates. This has been a very, very, very interesting one that has really been on my mind for quite some time. The Red Hair Pirates have been a mystery for many, many people because they are a Yonko crew that a lot of people in the One Piece community have been curious about. And finally, we get a bit of clarity of how the Red Hair Pirates are structured. Oda said, point clarifies that a few members accompany Shanks, and there are actually a lot of members, but they don't always move together. And they call Shank, and Shanks is called Big Boss. And he is, and with this title, it gives them an, an idea of the scale of his crew. And the top subordinates are called Big Officers. And in Volume 101 SBS, it even shows the pictures of all of the, the Big Boss himself, Shanks, and the Big Officers, excluding Rockstar, who is an officer. Oda even reveals rock, the Ryan Hair Pirates have many subordinate cr pirate crews under their umbrella, and like in Shanks' and his relationship with them, this is similar to that of the Straw Hat Grand Fleet, where he doesn't really rule over them. So it's really fascinating to see that we finally get some clarity of how the Red Hair Pirates are structured, but I'm really curious to see how this is all played out if we were able to see like an episode or maybe a manga chapter or two of how this is all played out because we're only getting snippets and bits and pieces of how this is all played out with the crew themselves but eh, one can dream next is regard next is oda finally reveals the names of the mass cp0 agents and their names goes as follows Berenica, joseph Maha and, and Gizmoda. And from what has been stated, Hironeka was, was the one who had taken Luffy's current post, current bounty poster picture in chapter of Alice 53, implying that he survived Kaido's attack. But he could have taken the picture after Luffy transformed. But Joseph was seen escaping Wano 
and it is left un- and it is unknown whether whether Gornicka made it out alive or not. So it is currently unknown if the current state of Gornicka at this time. But the, but Joseph was able to escape Wano unscathed. But Gornicka's current whereabouts are remaining unknown at this time. But I'm really curious to see if he did make it out alive, even though he was the one who took the current bouncy picture of of Nika Luffy. So I'm really curious to see if he is alive, but if he's not, then rip. Next is a, is the hobbies of the Flying Six. And it goes as follows. Who's Who's hobby is card game gambling. Black Maria's hobbies are boxing and romance. X Drake's hobbies are reptile, maniac, and astrophysics. <laughs> it's kind of weird how someone who has the double power to become a dinosaur is in astrophysics. Fascinating. Sasaki's hobby is sake brewing. Ulti's hobbies include accessory crafting and bullying her little brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help but laugh. But I thought that was both funny, but also kind of cute because seeing how Ulti first appeared in the manga and in the anime, she immediately blew up and everybody was so obsessed with her. And I still remember all the fan art people made of her. Ugh. <laughs> Oh man, how that deeply escalated with her. And finally, page one, his hobby is fishing. I mean, like, he just wants to be left alone. I mean, I, I don't blame him. He's a solitary person and doesn't want to be bothered by anybody. So, we can blame him. And finally, we've come to the final SBS that is in regards to Eustace Kid, And that is... The full backstory of the Kid Pirates. I will admit, this one was pretty hard to take in as we finally get to, to know the full backstory of Yusuke's Kid and how the Kid Pirates were formed. But it was kind of a disappointment that we get it in the form of SBS. But uh, maybe down the line we might be able to see it in a manga chapter or in an anime episode. But mm, one can dream. The story goes that Kid, Killer, Heat, and Wire were born on a certain island in the South Blue, unaffiliated with the world government, and were ruled by a criminal gang who acted as its royalty. The island was subdivided into four districts, each having its own local criminal gang, led by four aforementioned characters, conflicting with conflicts arising on a daily basis. However, Despite all of this, Kid and Killer had been childhood friends ever since they were young. And despite all of this, at some point, Kid and Killer became close friends and fell in love with a girl named Victoria S. or Shotan Toroyang Nakai, who became their first crush for both of them. And for those of you who don't know who Victoria S. Toroyang Nakai is, as mentioned, she was the girl that Kid and Killer both fell in love with, and at one point they went on a date to have curry udon. 
But while enjoying Great Muda, she accidentally spills it on herself, which causes Kid and Killer to laugh at her. And feeling insulted by this, she beats them up and walks off, never to speak to them again. And because of this memory that happened, he has a dislike for Great Udon. But then, one fateful day, Victoria was killed by a gang ruling the country. And drove by anger, Kid united the four gangs from the four districts and led a coup d'etat. Along with Killer, Heat, and Wire, to take down the criminal gang for power, overthrowing the current rule. After these events, Kid told the others he didn't want to live in such a confined world, and formed the Kid Pirates with the four of them to set out to sea, naming the ship the Victoria Punk in Victoria's memory. That was both sad, but also kind of tragic too of what Kid and his crew members went through. I had no idea that this was something that is really, really hard that he went through. But like every other character, most characters in the One Piece world, they have a tragic backstory. There's Law, there's Robin, there's Senior Pink. I mean, come on. You don't know one single character in One Piece that doesn't have a tragic backstory. But to have their story be told in SBS, it's kind of a letdown, but I wish they would have it in a manga chapter or at least in an anime episode. But again, one can dream that one day we'll get that wish. But I was really happy that they we finally got an answer of the whole backstory of Mrs. Kid and his crew and how they formed the Kid Pirates. But I'm still curious of how they came through and what were they doing during that time when they were out at sea. I'm still curious about that. I want to know more about the Kid Pirates. And more importantly, I want to know how and what is it about Kid's dream of becoming the Pirate King that drove him to wanting to to obtain that dream because me personally with what had happened to him with the trauma of losing Victoria to the gang maybe that could be the reason why he's going after the title of becoming the Pirate King because he wants to conquer he wants to obtain something that was something that he couldn't obtain when he was younger now he wants to obtain that power as well he is because of power that's what I'm probably thinking but that's all for the One Piece Volume 104 SBS. And honestly, this is really interesting material that we got. And again, make sure that you give Arthur Library of O'Hara some love as he basically, as you give credit to him because he was the one he, who came up with the con who got the content. And make sure you give him all the love on Twitter and also make sure you follow him as well, because he also produces really good content on YouTube as well. And that was the One Piece Volume 104 SBS. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know in the questionnaire at the end of the episode on Spotify of your thoughts of the SBS for One Piece. 
Now, for those who have stuck by at the, towards the end, thank you so much for listening. And to end up the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand episode. Later! Thank you.